What's up, everybody? This is your favorite podcast, Africa to Us, brought to you by Red Planet Society. I got my boys, uh, Matthew and Robson, with me, George, today. And uh, we plan to continue from the conversation we had last week, uh, you know, about first experiences. And uh, and I, I remember we talked about uh, bank accounts and uh, phone plans. And I think we left it up there because of time. So... <coughs> Yeah, so we're trying to we're trying to continue from there, but I think Robson brought this up. Yeah, I was saying basically like, by the way, like shout out to everybody who's working with the podcast. We appreciate all all type of support, and most people really enjoyed the podcast, the last episode. And due to time constraints, we couldn't talk about this basically. So bank accounts, like how how was your first experience, and like going and having your bank account for the first American bank account, and your phone plans like when did you do it what kind of instruction was given by the school whatever or like what was your thought process going into it yeah, i mean yeah, I, I think i think jenny was very helpful um like we have janine you got um our international student advisor yeah. i don't know if we had we still keeping this policy of not mentioning names um yeah, but I mean, but yeah, she deserves, deserves it. Yeah, <laughs> she deserves a shout out on our podcast. Um, yeah, I think she's had people who were supposed to take us to the banks, and for me personally, um, Santander Bank was just like very close, and you know, you know, you yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> that was you. So so he mentioned Janine. Janine is the international students advisor, and uh, so through that there's like international student students that like. Uh, they're like sophomores, like juniors, and like seniors, and they help you throughout like a lot of things, right? So I think it was like there was a, I don't, I'm not sure if it was a bank account, but there was a presentation where like, uh, people were breaking down like which phone plan is better for what reason, like you compare price, service, all type of stuff. Yeah, and so. I think during that week, people were saying like Santander is giving, <laughs> Santander is giving like uh for students a free like signing without any signing fee. You could create your own bank account. Was that twenty five dollars or something? And they give you twenty five dollars for free. And then twenty five dollars by the time you register, twenty five dollars you there you get twenty five dollars, and also was close to a campus. And there was also another Bank of America, which is probably like. Maybe I mean, just don't like say five minutes extra. Yeah, five say, minutes say extra. It was relatively closer compared to like Bank of America. No yeah. close. That, <laughs> yeah. Walking down that place. Nah, yeah, it's also it's like we have a downhill for our campus. So that's extra <laughs> too. So uh, Santander became, at least for me and Matthew, was like, oh, this is a natural choice because it's like five. It's not that far from campus. Plus they gave you Compared $25. to the other banks. Yeah, on top of that, that $25 <laughs> comes in handy, man. Like, what yo, you mean? You're talking to me like, yo, just open an account and I'm going to give you $25 for free. Yeah. yeah. Also, Duh, like, like, I'm going to choose it. Yeah, of course. There's no other option. <laughs> but some know? people who wanted, you know, like, let's talk about this. Some, like, some international students that felt like, I mean, some Africans as well. They were saying, like, Oh nah, Bank of America's official, like you yeah. know, like we could use it everywhere, yeah. whatever. I mean that's a fair point. But you just wanted the name, you know, like oh I have a Bank of America account. Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> it was a, the conversation was different. How how about like phone plans? Yeah. How yeah. about you, George? Like how was your experience in the bank, bank account? Yeah, bank account it was uh, Cause you did a bit. Yeah, he's his Bank of America though. 
<laughs> I use Bank of America. So you were one of those. That's not because I didn't I didn't get to hear about Santander. Like I had already made up my mind. Because I uh I actually got to school like got to the country some days or weeks before I got to school. Yeah. So my aunt and my mom put me through uh some of the banks and so phone plan, like sorting out and everything. So I didn't like I didn't have to get back here and find out about I came back and found out about uh Santander Bank, but it was too late at that point. And I already had a Bank of America account. Yeah. Which is serving me well, so Yes, this sounds like a sponsored event, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do we sound like a Santander sponsor? <laughs> nah, nah, <laughs> no, we're just, we're not, just no, we just we just share our experience, man. We're if Santander cuts the check, of course we're gonna talk about them too. <laughs> <laughs> well, phone plans, phone plans, uh, phone, phone plans, plans was tough for me. I, I shouldn't talk. I think I should talk last. Okay, because <laughs> for me it was it was shocking when uh the first thing that shocked me was the fr- the cost of oh phone plans, man. It was just because for the I don't know, I don't know how it is for you guys is because uh, I don't I use AT and T, but it, it's like it was like forty five dollars for yeah. one gigabyte or something, and I'm pretty sure in Nigeria you can get that for the equivalent of not more than ten dollars. So wait, can you explain how the phone plan is in Nigeria? Oh yes, yes, like sorry. including so, like data. Yeah, the phone plan includes unlimited like, text, unlimited uh, minutes of, of call, which is very different from the systems we have uh, back in most African countries. I think. And then uh, it also includes the data plan, like in terms of how much internet you can use. Okay. So how about how was how about when, like when you were in Nigeria? Oh, in Nigeria, yeah. In Nigeria, to be fair, it was only the data you're paying for. Okay. You paid for text and for calls as you go. So as you as go. you use it, your money is going out of your credit. Like. So like, how do you put credit on your account? There was, there was a scratch card. Yes, exactly. You, <laughs> you have the same card. <laughs> so there's okay. a scratch card, and you just you scratch it off. There's a I don't know, maybe twelve digit number. I'm not too sure. Yeah. And then you fill it you, into your phone. Yeah. In a particular order, and then you get I don't know, three hundred naira of talk. Yeah. Which can last I don't know, I'll say like an hour. I'm not sure anymore. So yeah. like when you got here, the unlimited, uh, like plans. <laughs> How was like? Was you like? Oh, unlimited text, uh, unlimited call. Like that's how you looked at it, right? It's like, oh, okay, yeah. I get a lot of calls, but yes. how was the price? Yeah, it was surprising. It was surprising, definitely, because I hadn't had unlimited calls or text ever, like in Nigeria. So it was very, it was new. Yeah, knowing that you had this ne- many calls, even though I didn't really get to call anyone, I didn't really get to use the unlimited calls. But it did feel good to know that you didn't have to worry about where your balance is at before making a phone call. Yeah, like you just know you pay for the month. I can make that call. Yo, that 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 thing is crazy. Cause when you are back home, it's like, um, like you you time your time like you, like you time yourself talking to someone because you don't want to yes. end up spending a lot of money, you know. So like most people kind of text text is a, like a lot cheaper than calling. Yeah, and like data, data is the same thing. It's like you. I think they change it up. I think like you could buy data now. Like strictly for data yeah so how about you matthew i mean i think i pretty much have the same thing as george had he used at&t and we had mtn all those networks where you use top-up cards um i think like in retrospect when you look at it when i had like unlimited text unlimited calls i just you know signed up for at&t to rip me off they been ripping me off for three years straight which is fine um <laughs> Wait, but, man, don't have any qualms with agency. <laughs> but um i think in retrospect um i feel like i i just want to like just stop using at&t but like i don't know why i haven't because when you think about it right like 
how many people do you call here? And like many people use Messenger anyways, or like WhatsApp, or like and there's constant Wi-Fi. That's oh. a thing that like we didn't have back on like having like Wi-Fi like two four seven. Like it wasn't a thing, even though sometimes the Wi-Fi here like sucks. But look at saying saying it saying it sucks. That's like the better like version spo- of what we spoiled used to brat. have. We used to have yeah, Matthew, home, I was so. gonna check you on that. The <laughs> Wi-Fi definitely don't suck. <laughs> no, compared yeah, compared to what we've had. But you know, when you get introduced to like good Wi-Fi and then it starts to like bug a little bit, then it gets annoying. But yeah, yeah in Richards, where like you call your parents through like WhatsApp or Skype or something, yeah. right? Yeah. And like you text your friends, you have WhatsApp group chats, you can just use Wi-Fi for or that. I message for the cool kids. Oh like, yeah, or I message for like the very cool kids like George and Robson, you know. Those of us who don't cool use kids, iPhones, huh? we the just cool nah. But I think for me it's different. <laughs> it's totally different. So what happened was when I was looking at it, um forty five a month, right? Most of the plans is like the like Verizon, most of them like close to 40, 40, 45. But then I was like, there's no way that I'm going to pay 45 for a phone. First of all, who am I going to talk to? That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> who am I going to talk to? You know what I'm saying? For the, yeah. like, unlimited, for me to be like unlimited call. So I think my whole freshman year, probably like full semester, the whole, I didn't have no plan, like phone plans. And, and like keep in mind like we stay on campus on those times and the only time you need a phone is when you step outside so i got like a <laughs> like a there's a phone plan i forgot the name but so it, i got i got, it was like pay as you go right so they had a plan called pay, pay as you go Wait, like, wasn't any of the four like major carriers was it it was like, not no, the major four carriers at all I think the name was Pitel. I think uh, they like, they shut down because they couldn't keep up. So they told us like, they told us like, um, they sent us an email or something. It's like, oh, we, like we shutting down. So you guys have to like <laughs> switch your number. <laughs> so I was like, yo, that's crazy. I thought I was cheap. Y'all was cheap too. <laughs> but then I was like, yo, that's crazy. But then uh, after that, I didn't have phone plan because. I used to use WhatsApp. I could talk to my family on WhatsApp. And most people had, like, social media, you know? Like, if one of people wanted to reach me, they could reach me through Facebook. Yeah, so those days where you ask Robson, can I have your number? Robson would just tell you, you could text me. Just, Facebook? Just, yeah, bro. I never asked number <laughs> from nobody my freshman year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that, man? <laughs> just add me on Facebook, man. He like, cheap. I sl- sl- he's so, <laughs> he was he's, so cheap. No, he still is cheap. <laughs> Oh, like, not, no, like, I'm not, like, I'm not trying like, to take man, shots I'm economic, you, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> not trying to spend $40 a, a month. That's not, hey, bro, if you did the math, that's 400 almost $500 per year. Yeah, that's bro. true. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So, and then, the, uh, I mean, at, at that point, it's like, if let's say if I'm traveling off campus, I used to just use the pay-as-you-go one. Mm-hmm. But then they switched up on me at the end of the summer, and they told me, and the school about to start like in three weeks. Then I think I, I applied for like a campus, uh, like a leadership position. Yeah. That leadership position, when I applied, there was like a required phone number. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, can I do just like, can you just reach out to me, email? But like the nature of the job was like, you got to actually need a phone. Yeah. And then, so I was shopping at that point and I got like, a, there was like also the same similar plan, but they have like unlimited calls, unlimited text. But data is like really minimized. Yeah. 
and like probably like twenty dollars a month. I was like, that's, 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 a, that's a good price. Mm. That doesn't sound bad. Yeah, mm. but it was a right to kind of find out. Yeah, but then even about phone plans though, like that's one part of phone plans. But then, like I don't know about you guys, but how do you get your like how do you get your phones like? Because you know how in Nigeria, back in uh, many African countries, when it gets a phone, yeah. you're, you're going out and you're spending, I don't know, the equivalent of $600, $700, yeah. and you're buying the phone outright in one time. Yes. You know, but then here you have options to That's finance, true. like buying a phone. You can you can buy, like, you can pay $20 a month until you've paid off the no, uh, the phone plan. Contract plans, that's what they're called. So I don't know, like, what, what's your thoughts? Like, how do you, what yeah, do you think about so those? So at that point, I think I had a phone already. Mm-hmm. So that phone was like unlocked. I think most of the phones back home are unlocked. You could have any network on it, right? So I didn't have to worry about that. The other reason I didn't want to join the big networks is because when I joined them, I kind of have to also join, like if I'm trying to buy a new phone, I kind of have to buy into a phone plan. And that's different. Because if let's say if you wanted to buy iPhone X, you sign up and you get your phone plan after that, and then you have to pay. Let's say if the if the phone is like eight hundred dollars, you pay in two in two years, paying like twenty. You have to pay every month. You can't yeah, you have to pay, pay like yeah. twenty dollars a month, right? That that might be a fair bet, but like if you don't have like a constant way of making money, it's gonna be tough, right? Yeah. So like, you end up spending like eighty dollars a month. True. Full disclosure, phone. though they add up a lot of like there's a there's like a service fee that you don't have to pay if you didn't like sign up for such a payment plan, and there are other fees that come in too that make the the cost of having the payment plan more expensive than just buying the phone. Yeah, in one day, and you end up spending a lot of money at the end of the year. Yeah, and my my friend Matthew was silent because he's he's been he's been struggling with that. <laughs> Talk about how you. Talk about your frustration with the, <laughs> with the networks, man. <laughs> First off, like, okay, I don't know if you want to share this with our viewers. <laughs> How much do they charge you each month? For my plan, I think I pay, like, on average, like, it's always 90 plus every month. You hear that, right? $90 yeah. plus. So every year, like, we're talking what? I don't even know. I think my, it's best not to do the math. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. like. It's like yeah. 108. Yeah. Uh, one, like 1,080. Yeah. Every year. That's tough. <laughs> yeah, Matthew, you see it, right? That's why That's why I'm cheap. Because it's like, I'm not trying to spend he that money. He was cheap. <laughs> okay, I was still cheap. Dude. Okay. <laughs> okay, just, I'll just, take that. Yeah, just like moving for the, from the whole thing of like phones and whatever. Like, let's, let's just talk about like our experiences with like, the time the changing time zones and like how that affected like many things for you in terms of like communication with like friends back home or like getting on oh, yeah. getting on getting on getting on top of like the kind of things that you used to like right but I, i'm i'm thinking in terms of like english premier league football. and uh, that that is football not like soccer but yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was it took a while that to kind of get that, used that to that also took a while yeah football like, not hand egg yeah yeah still football not hand egg yeah, you say football and they're like, wait, you mean real football or like other football? I'm like, what is the real football and what's the other football? Because no. when you guys play here, it's like, not it football. doesn't involve your feet. Like, <laughs> they so barely use it. Like, wait, so. 5% of the game is your feet. It's, it's really so, like, sad. What are you trying to, to say, you know? Yeah, but like, yeah, thinking about that, watching games, because like from the Ghanaian times when I used to watch like games, like earliest would be like 
12 a.m. kickoff, right? Like GM, mm-hmm. 12 p.m. I mean, yeah. 12 p.m. GMT, because right? we had GMT in Ghana. Like you guys, Nigeria's GMT plus one, yeah. um, GMT plus three, Ethiopia's GMT plus three. So like yeah. there were later game times, yeah. and it was always better to wear Champions League at night, right? Yeah, when the like whole family, family yeah. it felt more prestigious. Yeah. It, it felt, yeah. it felt that's true, more that's enjoyable because like. In the evening after school and stuff, if your team wasn't in the leagues, then you feel really bad because everybody's gathered trying to work their team. And yeah, join, yeah. Right. But here, like, like if Chelsea is playing at 11 a.m., then it's sometimes it's like 6 a.m. Like, depending on what season that we are, sometimes it's 7 a.m. And let's say you went out on a Friday night, but you really want to watch your team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you have to wake up at 6 a.m. So, like, that switch was very difficult. And also, like, the time zone affecting, like, communication with family, like, yeah. Like my grandma, for instance, like she has to sleep early. And like if I go to class and like I end my day around like three and I want to talk to her, like she's about to sleep. Like, yeah. It was, it made communication like very hard. I don't know for you guys. Like, yeah, absolutely. The like, same thing with me. Like, still, I'm still like trying to find the best times in three years, but it's like still tough. Like, yeah. it, most of the time I give them the option to them. It's like whenever they free, they call me. Yeah. That makes it easier, I think. Cause, if let's say if they call me, I might be in a class, but I have like an hour gap in between. I'm like, okay, I'll call you guys back in an hour or stuff like that. Then they'll just wait for an hour. Yeah. But the thing is, usually when they call you, you wouldn't be asleep, except they call you at like 6 a.m. Yeah. Like, six a.m. Sometimes they do. If yeah. they call like late, yeah. Yeah. evening. I think, I think calling late isn't a problem as much as like calling early. Yeah, it's like yeah. my my mom called once when I was in class and I I flipped out on her because that was the only day that I forgot to put my phone on silent mode. Oh, and the <laughs> professor had stressed the fact that we should do that, you know. So it just my phone just rang and everybody just turned. And was like, no. Oh, they turned around again. No, right? I think that was our intro Mommy's bio calling. class. There were like sixty people. <laughs> I was like, no. Yeah. And I did. I couldn't find my phone, so I had to take check my jacket from there. Like, search this pocket, search that pocket, like. And it was still ringing. And my, my ringtone was something ridiculous. Like, I don't even remember. But, yeah, it was very crazy. Um, So, yeah, I just I just told my parents that, just just let me call you. Or, like, because I've been calling them at certain specific times, even if I don't, they know that around this time they can call. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Get, they get I think used they to, get like, used the free, to your yeah. free time. And yeah. then the thing is, usually my mom, like, she goes to bed kind of late most nights. Like, not very late, like 5 a.m. But, like, most of the time she'll be awake at 1 a.m. her time, which is usually... 7 6 p.m my time and that's like that's when I, usually i take some kind of break around then either i'm going to eat or I like i'm just i've studied for yeah, a while sure george I'm, I'm sure you take that time to eat sure fine not to eat, <laughs> when I, eat I eat at eight <laughs> yeah but I mean, either i take the time to like take a break from studying but usually i'm like i have a i have a kind of window yeah to take a call around that time yeah but yeah yes that was it took a time to kind of get used to that too mm-hmm. yeah also like how about like uh when you really want to talk to them for example like let's say you have to have like a signed document or something for like applications and how how did that go for you guys like if you need something like urgent signature for something yeah like yeah like if you need something urgent with that i didn't have an experience it's like if you need to talk to them urgently like what should what do you do oh i just keep calling her until she picks and the thing is i think now she (laughs) Then when she goes to bed, she makes sure her phone is like not on silent, so that when I if if I'd call, which I've done a bunch of times, I'm yeah. not a mama's boy, but when I do call, sure, sure, I, uh, sure, George, sure. <laughs> nothing wrong He's to a mom, mommy, so bo- ma- mommy's boy. When when his mom calls, Georgie, how are you, all right, Georgie? All right, that's uh, personal information. 
but yeah, so, but yeah, she keeps her phone uh, handy. So even if she doesn't pick the first time, usually maybe it's one, two, three. The, by the third time, usually she'll pick, and then I can tell her what I have to. Do. She might answer with a groggy voice, but yeah. she's my mom, so she won't do that. I mean, I have a big family, so it takes a time to talk to them. Too. That's the thing. <laughs> so I have to actually find like a time talking circles. Yeah, because I have to talk to like all my brothers. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Family. Like boarding school though, so. Oh, that's true. But my, I, they go to like a normal school. So oh, I think it's better to call and like talk to all of them at the same time. Yeah. If you try to separate it, one person will try to talk to you for an hour, next person one hour. But if you have all of them together, like yeah, yeah, they just pass it around. Yeah, because yeah, you yeah. have other things that you want to move but on. But that to. comes with the time because you gotta have a time when everybody's there. Yes. You know yes. what I'm saying? And, and, and the time when you can spare like two hours of your time. Yeah. So it's so the struggle, man. Yeah. I usually call my family like mostly like weekends, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> the other thing is like you know how people study abroad, but then they complain because they don't talk to the family when they study abroad. Like they went to yeah. like some country in Africa or like maybe East Asia or whatever. Whenever, whenever they do that, it's like I was like, you can't actually complain, you know, like yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we've been doing this three understand. years just because yeah, we went like, for a summer. You just go like, why are they complaining? This is me every day. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is us every day. You can't complain about yeah. that. Yeah. But like, I don't, I don't know. Like, this is just something I, because we, we were talking, I was saying something about our brothers being in boarding school. But like, I don't know, in your countries, what what's the more like prevalent school system? Because like, for me, for Nigeria, I think many people go to boarding school as opposed to here. Here, I feel like boarding school is more... I don't know minimal. Most yeah, go from home, like in high school. Yeah, I think I know. like the Ghanaian high school is mostly like boarding. So you went to boarding so like, school. Yeah, too. like me yeah. personally, like like living on my own, it's not a problem at all. Yeah. Since like I started that like for for like high school, so like coming to college, even though it was a different country, still I've been I've lived that way from my parents, so I've been able to like, wait survive so that. How so far is how far is you high school from home? Um, it's like an hour drive, something like that. How many yeah. times do you get to see your parents? But yeah. So mm, an hour drives. My dad doesn't have time to come visit you. Um, <laughs> you just go back home, right? <laughs> you just go back home on weekends, especially if you're a senior. Like when we're like during senior year of high school, like we had we had to sign certain things to like get to go home because like the school yes, is responsible yes. for you. But there were periods where I used to go home without signing anything. If you're a senior, you wow. think that you Bad know you get nothing. you get into that rebellious stage where you yeah. feel like you could just go home whenever do whatever so yeah 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 so like ours i think our in ethiopia most schools are just like you just go from home yeah but there might be like very few boarding schools but i didn't went to boarding school so that's a different experience yeah. so point of emphasis by the way that's how different africa countries can be yeah absolutely like yeah absolutely we'll note many more of these yeah let's <laughs> go yeah just pick up the line right <laughs> africa is not a country africa is not the same yeah yeah hopefully we'll be a good uh way to see kind of like you know we also like i was also thinking of like uh inviting people who study abroad and kind of sharing their experience and comparing out their experience with our experience in terms of like how like how different when you go to a different country yeah. how does that feel that's true. But um, there's one thing I was I want to bring up like not related to what we know, but in in with respect to like experiences, right? You know, like um, just like going back to like issues of like feeling different and stuff, right? Were you were you like what were you guys expecting? Like, did you expect like 
to come and like find that like the black Americans here are like very different than you are and like do you feel mm-hmm. also like that a sense of not having like not being able to relate with them because you know like you feel like yeah, 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 maybe yeah. you are coming here yeah like you are coming to the US it's a completely different place um maybe you can't like you feel like you might not be able to relate with white people but you think oh maybe the black people like these people are like me like yeah quote unquote right so i could relate with them but did you find yourself not being able to relate with them and was that like shocking to you or yeah like, absolutely how did you, how did you find so that? for me before i i think that was our my expectation we should talk about this more i think our expectation like my expectation was the first of all i know i'm gonna be, off rip i'm gonna be different from everyone on this campus yeah just because i was raised in a different place right on top of that I have had different experiences. So the American experience is totally different from my experience. Yeah. So I'm but I, I was expecting I'm gonna be different from a lot of people and they're gonna be different from me. But that's nothing new because also Africa's also diverse. It's like just because we are raised in the same uh, area, it doesn't actually mean we're the same, right? Mm. Like for example, Ethiopia has like more than eighteen nations and nationalities of people like over like over fifty languages, you know? Like, so, like, there's languages that I haven't even heard. Yeah. Like, how they sound, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you live with different people over there. So, that's totally diverse in terms of, like, ethnicity or whatever. Yeah. So, you live, you kind of have that tolerance, I think. Yeah. You tolerate differences more. Yes, yes. Because yeah. you live with, like, diverse people, are, like, in terms of ethnicity, you live with diverse. So, that tolerance is there. Yeah. So you don't, the difference doesn't bother you that much because you've lived with different people. But it's shocking in a sense that when you, especially ask about like black Americans, you would assume just because you have the same skin tone, you would like relate with them. They accept you too. I think most of them accept you that like, oh, they are acknowledge at least more than, I think that they acknowledge you the most. Yeah, more often than like white people would, yeah. But at the same time, there's a totally different, experience yes so that's different that's just a different like shock yeah also like the other shock also that goes with this like how did you view racism like would be in america but wait yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna get into that this one let's finish this one first yeah yeah i'm gonna get get into that at the end but um so going back yeah black americans and coming here my my mom, when we were looking for colleges, I remember she would go to, you know how there are all these websites like US News yeah. and uh, I don't know, colleges.niche.com yeah. where you can look at percentages of uh, like demographics yeah. and then you can see how many black Americans are in the school, how many uh, Asians are in the school, international students. And I remember my mom, at, at first, what she would do was she would look at the number of black Americans and then be like, oh yeah, you can go to this school. There's a lot of black Americans, people like you. And then I think uh, after I came here and then she started to look for schools for my brother, she started to notice that yes, having other people that look like you might be good, but then at the same time, like it's very important to have those international students or even students from Africa. Yeah. Like more important even than having like black Americans because like there's more there's more similarity there. Like when yeah. you're not that similar with black Americans. Yeah. yeah. That we have totally experienced. They have yes. the American experience, which is totally different from yeah. our own. So we are not the same. Struggles. Someone's living like Brooklyn or his life and I've lived like Masi in Ghana, like all my life. We are not the same. Yeah, we're both black, but we are very different. You know, and it, it, it was very surprising at first. And like, but then eventually, like, 
because at the beginning right like when you especially like after international orientation where like many people came in right and you see oh the other black people too so like i had my african friends were absent this guy but you find yourself trying to gravitate towards the other black people to like expand like you know not that you didn't want to have white friends but like it was you felt like it was going to be easier like having those friends. Yeah. So, like you move into that and then you expand outwards but then even trying to gravitate towards them it wasn't it wasn't easy yeah because the experiences are completely different you know and i don't know it was it was just shocking to me initially because as george said when you're picking schools like you try to think about oh how many like black people are gonna be in this yeah. school or whatever so that you think that oh like yeah i'm gonna be able to fit in but it really isn't like that yeah absolutely i think when i was searching for colleges i didn't really like i didn't really focus on like demographics that much okay yeah just because I just wanted like the best school, I yeah. think I wasn't. I and and then my family like my family helps me in terms of like deciding. Okay, I tell them. Okay, I think this might be a good school. Also, like your college counselors, they tell you the schools that previously, like you stu- the students that go to your high school been accepted to. You know what I'm saying? So like yeah. I feel like some people from high high my high school is accepted here. Shout out Raji, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he went to your high school? Yeah, he went to my school. Wow. <laughs> he didn't know that. I didn't know. So like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you apply to those schools that like somebody else was accepted so that you could kind of like at least start from there. You know, like yeah. college interaction. That's the least I think I did. But, yeah, I was, I think it was really shocking that we're really different. But I didn't expect that. I thought, I was like, there might be something that make us closer. But maybe like the things that make us closer. If you listen to hip hop more, and most people have like uh, listen to hip hop, that could like start off easy. If you a fan of basketball, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Usually those things uh, will match you with someone like off of that block. So like I think the problem, like one of the problem with that is that like you think that it's gonna be easier to relate to like the black Americans, right? And like you feel like maintaining relationships with people if if there are people who like um you're gonna have like when i first met george like i didn't have to try so hard to become his friends or for us to be friends like it was just very natural you feel like these things should happen naturally when i met you yeah you feel like these things should happen naturally so when i me personally when i feel like i have to go like the extra extra mile to get to know somebody i just draw back it, it just has to be natural not natural that oh i meet you today we are friends no but like when we talk based on the first few communications you know but then you just feel the sense of the vibe is very different yeah and it's not a it's not a blame for anybody right it's just that we are we are different That's it was it. just surprising to me and like i don't know it's, it's it's still surprises even up to now and even up to now i still try to find the spark like when i meet certain like new black americans try to find the spark certain things that will like bring us together as like in terms of like having some kind of like relation whether as friends or like acquaintance whatever sort of relation that we can have but like sometimes it's very hard to still find it even after being in this college for like three years yeah i think like like i said like if you know on this camp most of college campuses listen to music and if you listen to music and if you enjoy sports those two things will match you with any type of uh demographics on campus easily right and that made it easier for me to kind of get used to most people, including black Americans, through hip-hop or through music and also, like, sports, right? But at the same time, like, 
that you yeah matthew's right because like the vibe is different because they think that you're different from them so yeah. they they don't think they're gonna have a conversation with you that's gonna be fruitful and gonna lead into you guys being friends yeah what you said about sports is right though because i remember freshman year when i like i had a, I had a hall full of like i didn't have any international students yeah. who lived like on my hall like as freshmen yeah so uh, freshmen <laughs> so yeah. i didn't really know that many <laughs> I didn't, so I didn't like both is fun, I think, right? <laughs> both are fun. Mind so, yeah, in the college perspective, like, <laughs> I already felt, felt some sort of disconnect, you know. Yeah. yeah. But then I think what actually helped is because generally I like sports, and I, I before I came here, I watched soccer and maybe tennis, and then I tried to watch basketball, but the time difference didn't let me. But then when I got here, I, I, my, I, my interest was in sports just like enabled me, you know, pick up the other sports that I wasn't watching yet, and I started watching football. I think that like helped me get closer to people who lived like on my hall. That's because true. sometimes we would just sit down and they're watching football. And if I'm not, I don't understand it most of the time yeah. at first. And then I would just sit there looking, and then it would be hard to have conversation because they're talking about all these players and what's happening, and I don't know how to relate. But then eventually, I got to learn like how the game went, and I think that was a big factor, you know, yeah. and what made me like, I think get close to them. That's that's actually my experience too. Like that's how I. I actually started meeting people who are not international students. Also, like, the people, international students, I think, like, I relate with more people, international students, if they follow Premier League. Like, for for the first time, our conversation with Matthew was, like, do you follow Premier League? And he's like, yeah, what's your team? (laughs) He's like, Chelsea. Oh, my God. Why is this? Why did I? I was like, but I thought it. (laughs) No, we're not doing this here. We're not doing this here. No, I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, there's certain the things that you really like think that re- um that you enjoy yeah. that you yeah. you would hope somebody else enjoy and that's the whole point of friendship right you enjoy something that somebody else enjoys yeah. so i think sports knowing sports but like it might be tough for you if you're not like a sports fan True. which is like like it's not like to say all africans enjoy oh, sports no. i know a lot of people who don't enjoy sports and music well, my eyes will always light up though when uh like let's say i'm sitting now and uh and having lunch and two people next to me are here, like Chelsea or Arsenal or something. Yeah. And I just get so excited. Even like, And I want to, you know, be in that conversation. And most of the time, I wouldn't know them. I remember one time in freshman year, and I think there were a couple of people talking about sports. I knew one of them, and he, he introduced himself as a West Ham fan. But I didn't know the rest. But I heard them talking, and I just couldn't, like, not be there. So yeah. I went and met the guy I knew, and then tried to, like, get in the conversation, and we all talked. And now, like, I say hi to them. I wouldn't say they're my friends. But um, <laughs> going back to what you said about, like, black Americans, and, you know, you asked something about racism. Yeah, and I think uh, like part of the experience that makes them different from us is the fact that they've like lived so like all they've known is they've known some kind of racism in their lives, like yeah. in their life. And to be honest, we haven't. Yeah, at least I haven't. Like in Nigeria, you could go days, weeks without seeing uh, like a person of a different race, and we got so used to it. So when I was coming here, like I didn't. I don't know if I really thought of... I thought of the race thing because obviously, you know, you're going to a place where yeah. it's predominantly, like, not your kind. But then, like, I didn't... I didn't, like, know what to expect. Yeah, It was very... Too. I just didn't know, like, okay, I don't know what to see because I'd been here before, but I didn't know, like, what people were like, you know, really. Yeah, I think that's the <clears> same <throat> thing I had. And also, like, your family is worried because, like, the things they hear, I think for us, racism is really, like, violence-related. True violence related so like so like you would expect somebody to kind of like confront you and like violate you like 
based on your skin color. That's the kind of racism that you, I, oh, at least you find. <laughs> like, like, you know, that's, 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 so true, that's yeah. you'd expect something like that. Yeah. Like somebody to put you know, their hands on yes. you and like to kind of cuss you out in front of people and stuff like that. This those exist on uh, those exist like some, sometimes sometimes but it's no the, it's no more than like sometimes, popular form of racism. Yes, yeah. exactly, right? But the, your family's that kind of the image they have. So they kind of warn you, it's like, yo, like don't get into those situations, try to stay away, all right? Yeah. But then when you come here, you don't see those interactions at all. Uh so like most of the uh, racism, I didn't know that it was institutional racism. Yeah. That's something I learned when I got on campus. Like, yeah. oh, it's actually like yeah, like coming here, I was expecting not I was expecting, but what my mom would tell me, like she would say something, like she would make it look like what I what I should expect is people shouting at you, and I was expecting a more violent, yeah, like direct form of racism, but like it's very subtle, it's very it can be subtle, and like yeah. this was really hardly ever that direct, yeah. at least from what I've seen. But yeah, I, I I think one one very funny experience for me. One white dude made like a chicken joke, you know, like black like black people like chicken. chicken, and he was like, wait. And after he said that, he's like, wait. He asked me, wait. Like I didn't understand, right? So I looked at him. I I had a shocked expression. He was Maybe shook. he thought that it was an angry expression or something. So he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Was that racist? And I still didn't know because, like, I haven't experienced all these <laughs> the things. The fuck so that he I said. I, yeah, it was just... <laughs> and in crazy. retrospect, it was the dumbest thing ever. But I just looked at him. I was like, you just said something about chicken. I don't even know, like, yeah. what Wait, context to relate that. At the time, no. Did you know of the black I, American and no, black chicken No, at the thing? time, I didn't know that was racist, right? And that, that was the problem. Like, I was trying to, like, understand, like, the, the concept. Because racism, as we thought about it, we thought it was going to be, like, very upfront. It was always very subtle. So yeah. I was just looked at the guy like, yeah. Wait, what? I was just very surprised. He was asking me, wait, is that racist? And I didn't know what to say. And I just moved on. Like, I guess the p- plus side to that is that like, if someone does that to you, you, you just don't know what's happening. Yeah. So you don't claim yeah, it. Like, exactly. You're fine. I don't, you don't yeah, feel yeah, it. I think no, I'm you a, don't care. Yeah. I think oh, I'm, yeah, I like chicken. I think I'm pretty <laughs> sure I've missed like those subtle comments just yeah. because I've never, I've, yeah, like, yeah. I've never like I've experienced stuff like that and yeah. I would never know if you make subtle comments like that. Yeah. So I think this are the more. I think we might have to do a part three yeah. again, or or another episode about or like, another that episode talks about race or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we might have to do like a a different episode about yeah. this because it's, it's deep. Yeah, yeah, and we don't want you to just leave in a couple of comments. We want to get deeper. Yeah, and for um, we are trying to get like guests onto the the podcast. We don't know when it's gonna be. Maybe it will be next week. Maybe the week after, but. Yeah, we try to give you like certain new voices. We know our voices get like monotonous after a while, especially <laughs> George's. I don't want to keep my voice to George every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not my voice. Yeah, <laughs> we should sing sometime. Oh no, George, you sing. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't sing. sing. I'm not trying to sing. Yeah, yeah but hey, man, I think you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Yeah. Uh, we touched on a lot of topics, but. It doesn't mean this is the last time we're gonna talk about this topics. So you might have their own episodes. We're gonna continue talking about them. So if we touched on racism, if we touched on our experiences with uh, being the only African kid on the freshman uh, like dorms, yeah, we'll talk about all of that in the future. So stay tuned. Keep sharing the podcast, and we get back to you next week. Yeah, for sure. Bye bye. Peace. <laughs>